Hey guys, this is Aisha Shelton. And this is Kevin Shelton. Welcome back to Marriage and Real Estate. Welcome back. So we have been absolutely taken aback and overwhelmed by all the great positive feedback we've gotten on our new video mm-hmm. format. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so much so that we wanted to compile kind of a best of clips of all the cool moments that we've had since we've been recording video. Yep. And uh, we look forward to getting you guys feedback on that. And we will be back with a brand new episode next week and lots of fun surprises and goodies stay tuned awesome marriage of real estate we out my shirt is wrinkled i'm just gonna put it out there look so before we started filming i was like oh your shirt is wrinkled i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to take better care of my husband the marriage and real estate <laughs> shirts are washed ready you can wash them and wear and them and then they'll be wrinkled ready to be worn wrinkled uh, get your merch on the website. <laughs> See, she wants to look all professional. I just wear t-shirts, so, you know. You look really good in t-shirts. Oh, do I? Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to get some of them dad buy t-shirts. You seen them dad buy t-shirts? That's yeah. my solution to not working out. <laughs> <laughs> They're like heavy-weighted t-shirts that, like, make you look like you got a body. Really? Yeah. Oh, get one. I'd like to see it. Facebook. I'm going to get it. Oh, don't do it. Why? Y'all, Kevin always getting sold on stuff that's on. I was just about to say the bad word. Kevin's always getting sold on stuff that's on Instagram and Facebook. I he, like sales. He brought me some shoes. Salesman. I was like, oh, that's nice. Um, where'd that come from? He was like, Instagram. <laughs> so Instagram ads work. If you have a product, please put it on your Instagram ads because uh, Kevin is buying it. But see, I get you stuff all the time. I guess you don't want this David Yearman bracelet. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look at your face. Huh? Uh-huh. That's different. That's not on Instagram. You don't know that. David Yerman's you not don't know what my cookies look like. That's true. Okay, today we would like to reintroduce ourselves. Um, we have been on the podcast like via video over thirty episodes now. Over thirty episodes, but this is new to Thanks video. To, uh, Stop cutting me off, Kevin. Right, Jesus uh, Christ! Stop cutting me. Thank you. Okay, now let me just get one sentence out, then you jump in afterwards. That's how communication works. Me to you. Me to you. Okay, and don't be quiet when I'm done, because I know that's what you're going to do. So because we're on video more, we would like to reintroduce ourselves uh, as the marriage and real estate team. And where we were, kind of some of the experiences that we've experienced, and honestly how God has blessed us and where we are now. Yeah. See? 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 All that. That's going to piss you off. You're right, Kevin. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. We thankfully uh, now are over 30 episodes thanks to uh, the Creators Collective Podcast Network. What's up? So, gang, 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 gang. <laughs> Is this what H- is that? That's gang gang. <laughs> is that the sign? Did they give you a sign? <laughs> the creators gang gang. <laughs> it's H Town. Is that H Town? Yeah. Is this H Town? Is it backwards like that? Okay. You know what? What I'm are we whack. here for? I don't do all that. What are we here? What are we talking about today? We're reintroducing ourselves. We're reintroducing ourselves. No, I'm I'm a regular ass guy. I'm, I don't do all that. So let let's start talk- start. Where are we starting from? Are we starting from how we met? How we got in real estate? How yeah, because we we're married in real estate. We're married in real estate. So let's talk about how we got married and how we got in real estate. Okay. How we got married, though? How we... Tell the story, baby. Well, you tell the story of how we met. 
And then I'll tell a story about like the marriage and stuff. Because okay. I think that financially is valuable. Okay, okay, okay. So <clears throat> I feel like I tell the story the best. That's why he always gives me carte blanche to tell the story, right? Um, so Kevin and I met through a mutual friend at her birthday brunch. It was very casual at her house. Um, and I knew, shout out to Chelsea. I knew Chelsea from uh, her kids went to the daycare center that I was the assistant director of. And Kevin knew Chelsea because she was a project manager at MD Anderson. MD Anderson, right? So Kevin was a project manager with another company. Anyway, both of us had flaked out on Ch Chelsea on several <laughs> occasions. Now you're saying this on whole last video. I know. Record. I mean, she knows the story. She <laughs> knows the true. story. That's true. Both of us had flaked out on Chelsea on many occasions. She would always invite us to stuff. And I mean, I'd show up sometimes, but I didn't make all of the and I feel like that was the same case for Kevin. True. But before Kevin and I met at Chelsea's house, before we crossed paths, Kevin was married mm -hmm. and I was in a long-term relationship. And so had I met Kevin when he was with his wife, like I met Chelsea, met his met Kevin when he had a wife at Chelsea's functions, um, I would not have been interested in him at that time or in the future. Um, let me be clear. Explain why, though. Because because you were with someone. Yeah, and you're generally not interested. I, in people I don't right. Who are with so somebody. if I see a handsome guy, don't just make it sound like you know you wasn't checking for me. I wouldn't have been checking for you if I see a handsome guy, and then I realize that he has a girlfriend or a wife or whatever. That's it for me, right? I'm I'm not that kind of chick. Like, oh, he fine. I want to see how I can. Nah, you got a husband, you got a wife, you got a girlfriend. You're not my type. And these are the facets. Facets. <laughs> Hi. Introduce yourselves for the people, please. I am Ashley Fassett. <laughs> I'm a husband. I'm a husband. I'm a husband. <laughs> uh, I'm he Greg don't have Fassett. no name, but he swing <laughs> big things. The husband. Oh. Yeah, I'm Greg Fassett. Greg Fassett. Keep it, keep it cool today. Why? Because we have company. <laughs> These are please. friends. So. <laughs> okay, sure, All right, fine. Fine. I'm going to be tame. Because Aisha's my boss. So we have friends today, and that's fun. <laughs> You're so Thank stiff. You, you gotta like relax. Inviting us. You are welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah. And um, I think we're just gonna freestyle today, right? Yeah, um, we're just gonna talk. That's life, eh? It is. <laughs> we are two couples that are married. Mm -hmm. yeah. Aisha getting Hollywood, man. Do you like stiff? You look stuff. like a news reporter. You gotta relax. Relax that's all your if you muscles. Look at the previous podcast i was relaxed and i look like this like a couch potato so i'm trying to oh, oh, hold elongate on, my back mm -hmm. <laughs> you look so handsome over there oh now i look at <laughs> while i hold my breath no anyway um, what's up friends, facets we have friends we have friends we're talking yes. about we are married we do real estate and stuff mm -hmm. and stuff and stuff and stuff and, mm -hmm. stuff. and so today we'll talk about marriage and real estate and stuff and stuff. Works. All right, cool. Kevin. So <laughs> I wrote some random stuff for us to talk about. But first thing I want to talk about is collective couple economics. So mm. that's one of the things that um, us four particularly have been focusing on for at least the last year or so. So yeah. um, working together to see how we can not only pull resources, uh, but pull energy and effort to build wealth for both our families at the same time. And I think that's a super hot topic right now collective consciousness, collective fundraising, collective Ooh, buying the block and yeah. all that good jazz. So, but yeah, so I guess let's talk about how 
we kind of came together to think about what we wanted to do and then how other couples maybe can do the same. Greg, kick it off. Sure. Um, I think just looking at economics in and of itself, uh, we think about the advancement of iron sharpening iron. Mm-hmm. So that's something that you and I really connected on, which is, hey, how do I take some of the knowledge and experience that I have, um, implement it, and then share it, right, with the community at large, especially from a friendship standpoint when you get to know people, and then vice versa. How do I be super open and then seeking um, to learn some things that can help me grow? And I think that's something that's pivotal for us. In the black community is we have to be open and willing and then we have to take some of that information and, and put it into action so so tell the people about some of the things you do professionally and then on the side uh sure so professionally i am uh, an executive in a fortune 500 company um so been doing that for about nine years uh employed entrepreneur is how i like to consider it um but separate and apart from that uh pre-corporate america i was an nfl athlete for about four years, Super Bowl champion, a couple of cool things, right? So definitely appreciate um, some of the things that I learned in that industry. And I take a lot of that um, into the entrepreneurship space as well as the corporate America piece. And then lastly, um, outside of the real estate part that you hit on, um, investor. So stock market, um, definitely a great opportunity when you think about building long-term wealth. If you follow Greg, he drops a lot of jewels on IG lives and stuff about the stock market, even killing the stock market game. And then Mrs. Facet, please tell the people about yourself. Oh, where do I start? She's a mother of three. Amazing. (laughs) Mother of three and. Mother of 3.5. So um, I pretty much uh, run my household just like a corporation. So that's one top and foremost. And then I um, cosmetology for 10 plus years. Uh, I owned my own salon, and I still kind of do clients here and there. Um, I'm also a real estate agent, and yeah, and then um, I do decor, decor, decor more than just decor. Yeah. 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 Extraordinary, man. Extraordinary. That is she really... chop it up, she stage it out, <laughs> she make it pretty, she make it work. So that's my passion for real. It's like not working, but working. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wealth building through insurance now. Let me give a disclaimer because Aisha's going to be like all extra on this. We're not insurance agents, CPAs, attorneys. We don't know nothing. We don't really know nothing about no insurance. As a matter of fact, the the reason why this is a topic of conversation is because we saw a clip on Instagram. We'll have to put the, uh, if we could put the the video show notes uh, link to the clip. It was Candy Burris on. On another podcast. It was on. Earn Your Leisure. Was it? It was on the Earn Your Leisure. Oh, okay. One of, one of their Earn Your Leisure okay. podcasts. Okay, cool. But anyway, she was talking about how she uses uh, whole, life, uh, whole life insurance to invest her money and kind of um, solidify her retirement. And she's been doing that since her 20s. So that was pretty cool. So you want to talk about the clip? Okay. So we're sitting here with Sukena Regeni. Hi, guys. Did, did I get it, it right? You got you it perfectly it. well. Okay, good. All right. That works. We don't get an introduction or nothing. You just had to get that name right. I like, did, or else it <laughs> would have just jumped I in. Like, All right, now give the full introduction. Who, me? <laughs> yeah, you You introduced her into my life, so please. I did. and Talk about how we got started. Okay. How we met. How did we, how did we, how did we meet you? First, we should talk about, we don't even know what you do, but we're going to talk about how. <laughs> yeah, we're going to jump into it. How we met you, so. 
if my memory serves me correctly and <laughs> it doesn't y'all know it doesn't <laughs> um i'm gonna tell a very short version of it a friend of ours recommended her um she had a great experience and yes okay i remember now. okay go <laughs> witness burn yes okay gotcha all right so good friend of ours had an amazing experience and uh recommended to aisha and then Aisha raved about, uh, and let's talk about what we're talking about, getting a Chi Man reading. Yeah, it was a Chi Man and Vati reading, which chi is like Chinese metaphysics, Chinese astrology. There we go. There we go. So what that sounded like to me when I initially heard it <laughs> was like tarot card devil worship stuff. Hmm. And I was like, I ain't doing all that. And then Aisha was like, no, it's really great. You should do no, it. No, Kevin said he wouldn't do it. And I said, fine, I'll do it. Because remember, initially, mm -hmm. it was the two of us. And I said, fine, I'll do it. And if I like it, I'll tell you how my experience goes. I and just always think about uh, Skeleton Key, the movie with, uh, what's the name's daughter? Uh, I haven't seen it. Okay. Oh, it's about voodoo and stuff. And yeah, yeah. And fortune telling and all that kind of jazz. It's kind of scary. I totally get it. Yeah. I don't, but this isn't like fortune. No, not at all. Not that's at what all. that's what's so great about it. But that is what people's initial response is, right? They're like, "Oh, you're gonna tell me when I'm gonna die," and I'm like, "No, I really won't. I really don't know. Not that powerful or psychic." So we'll let you tell us um, what it is. But anyway, Kevin was was a skeptic. I was excited when I heard mm -hmm. uh, Fern talk about it, and then um, I wanted to do it, and she recommended it. She highly recommended that I do it, and then Kevin was a skeptic. And I said, well, just let me do it and I'll share my results. And he was excited about what I shared. Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay, do me. Yeah. And then I had an amazing conversation with you. And I get all the feels. So I was I'm like, so oh, we got to have you on the podcast. And then you agreed. So yay. Yeah. No, I'm so happy to be here, guys. This is very flattering, very humbling, flattering. Oh, humbling. And we are super, so. uh, super mm -hmm. ain't nobody. So please. No, but seriously, have you seen this podcast? It's like total legit. That's amazing. Well, I'll take it. I'm going to take it. Uh, <laughs> LP, you mark that. You edit that. You put that in the loop. Okay. Put that so, on, a, on a clip. <laughs> if you could give the people an overview of your amazing, uh, I was going to say powers, but. Wow. Mm. Don't call it powers. <laughs> don't call it powers. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't know what you call it. Amazing. Ability. Ability. In addition to your <laughs> other businesses and just kind of give them an overview of your amazingness. Sure. So, um. I am a serial entrepreneur, I think by nature. Um, but a few years ago, I actually had a Batsy and Sheeman reading myself by some woman in Dubai. And I was referred by a friend as well, who was like, Sukaina, this changed my life. And you know, you do get that same vibe. You're like, I don't want someone to read my fortune. I'm a smart, intelligent person. I got my shit down. I don't really need this. Mm -hmm. And then you're just, you know, you go through life. Like mm -hmm. the ebbs and flows happen. And sometimes you're in a bit of a valley and you're like, I don't know, I just feel lost. I feel like something's missing. I feel like I'm maybe not on the right path. I'm not sure. Um, and so for me, I decided to go ahead and get that reading. And I was like, God, I wish I did this years ago. Mm -hmm. And a big part of the reason for that was because Batsy and Chiman is very much like giving you a blueprint. It's like a blueprint, your manual of what it was, what you are when you're born. So it tells you your strengths, your weaknesses, your hidden talents. It tells you like what type, like what your personality is like in relationships, what you're like in real life with your friends, what you're like just innately. And I think once we can actually understand that, we can use that information then to play our blueprint out or our cards. It'd be like someone giving you your cards and be like, they're face up, now it's your turn to play them. So I think it's just really cool. And I think we spend our lives 
going through experiences to really figure ourselves out, right? Like mm. that's why we go through stuff because we're like, oh, let me try this. No, I'm not really good at that. Oh, let me try that. And we kind of dabble and we spend our lives figuring out. But if we could figure out what we're good at earlier, I mean, especially in the world we live in today, we like to like maximize like mm -hmm. life and time and we're all like ambitious go-getters. We don't want to waste time trying to figure stuff out. Yes. So I loved it from that aspect, right? Because I'm very type A. I'm someone who like is fast moving. We're also, very similar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I want the information. I want to do it. And then I want to move on. Like, and that's what I loved about it. So I got my reading, started like going down a more of a spiritual journey. And then from there, I just kind of rabbit holed like during COVID. I was like, what is this stuff? Like, let me learn more. And so I found this guy in Malaysia who's apparently like the master like teacher. And there was like a random $500 three day workshop. Oh, man. And I was like, you know, should I take it? Should I not? Like, am I dabbling in more crap? I mean, you know, because I <laughs> feel like I'm all over the place. And so I actually screenshotted it and sent it to that woman who did my Batsy reading. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, I found this. And I don't like, what do you think? And she's like, that's my mentor. That's what I like, trained under for 10 years. Like, how did you really? find him? And mm -hmm. I'm like, it was meant to be. Mm -hmm. So she's like, do it. Like, I have a lot of healing in my chart. Like, that's kind of, I'm all about like inspiring people, influencing people, educating people, all of that fun stuff. And so she's like, you know, it might be right up your alley. So try it. If you like it, great. If you don't, you lost 500 bucks. And she's like, usually his classes are like 10 grand plus. And I was really? like, okay, cool. Interesting. So I did the three day class and it was like Singapore time, which by the way, guys was like, 11 o'clock So you had to go. No, yeah. I luckily was during COVID, so he was doing it online. Others, I would have had to go. So that's uh, the other, like, divine, like... And that's why it wasn't 10 grand. Yeah, and yes. it was like, he was, yes. I think, teasing people with this new online forum that he was starting, right? And so I did the three days, and I was like, this is amazing. But it was like 12 p.m. or 11 p.m. to like 5 a.m. our time. Like, oh, wow. I was up three nights straight, and um, I, like, was obsessed with it. So, of course, I signed up for the next class, which was far more expensive. And then the next class. And then the next <laughs> class. So here I was now spending multiple days a week up at weird, like, Malaysia, Singapore times. And then the pre-recorded classes I could do whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, I did the classes. And then slowly I was like, let me start doing my friends' charts. Like, that's how it started. Um, and I would do these readings for my friends. And then that led to someone else. That led to someone else. And, like, lo and behold, here I am. And... I get booked up quite a bit now, which is awesome. But I also use this now as part of my like personal development coaching and my business coaching because I feel like it is a blueprint for people. Like, let's mm -hmm. use that as a foundation mm -hmm. and then we can build on that business wise or personal life wise or whatever. So it's actually worked really well as a really good foundation. So, you know, I know it sounds hokey pokey sometimes, but I really do think it's a great foundation. Crazy because at a point we were even Airbnb in our guest room in our house. That's how we got started. That was our first unit. Was it? Uh-huh. That was a tragedy, too. Oh, so sideline story. Oh Before we close out, sideline story. Y'all going to love this. So complete sideline story. Are you so, going to love it? <laughs> so our, of course, our first unit was our guest room. We get a last minute booking, right? And this is just a, a quick little story. So last minute booking, young girl with a brother, which turned out to be her son, right? Coming in town from San Francisco on vacation books says hey can i check in immediately which is always a red flag super super red flag so we're like ah you know we have to dinner we're like all right cool they check in at nine o'clock this girl checked in and it turned out to be her son who was autistic but not he wasn't um I don't know what the what I the think she are. said that it was her son and it actually was her brother because she was much younger 
Okay, then I had that reverse. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, he was like violently autistic. He was very active, right? What? How do you describe that? Is that violently autistic? I don't know, I don't anyway. know if there's a such thing as Okay. Can we backtrack They had that? no car. <laughs> well, look, they had no car, no means. What, what we found out, what we later found out is they came into town, had no way of paying for anything they had. She said she lost her wallet, but I think their family like abandoned them. Well, the Uber driver is the one who actually booked the room on his credit card, so they had no way of paying for damages or anything like that. She gets dropped off by the same Uber driver at our house. No, it 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 was way more intricate. The girl got dropped off at our house by an Uber driver. Okay. And she had lots of needs and challenges, her and her and her brother. They had yeah. lots of needs and challenges that we just simply couldn't meet. And so we had to kick them out. I mean, she literally texted me and was like, can I take her to Walmart? Ma'am, no, I cannot take you to Walmart. And we've had guests before. Yeah, and our guest and our room guest was room, set up for like professionals. It so was. You come in, you come out, you go to work, you leave, right? It wasn't, it wasn't a full house. We had travel nurses in our guest room. We had yeah. a travel business professionals, business professionals that were couples. in our guest room. So we did have a young couple. That was kind of disgusting. We had young couples, but it was very much independent you mm -hmm. came in you did your business you left because it's just a room and a bathroom you didn't get like we had a microwave and a keurig but you didn't get any like refrigerator or stove or anything like that yeah, yeah so she needed help so she was like you know can i can i get a ride to walmart i think she may have even asked for some food and i was like okay this is it lady you got to go so, so i had to we had to, i had to go down and tell her like hey this well, isn't on, working out you need to leave before that before that when it escalated before we asked her to leave. Okay, so go ahead. She doesn't. She did. She had no. She didn't have any like obligation to tell us that her brother or whomever he was had a mental disability. She didn't have any obligation okay. to tell us that. However, we didn't know that, and we stayed in a two-story home, and our guests stay on the bottom. And he kept coming up the stairs and we made it very clear that guests don't come upstairs because that's where we live. And so he kept coming up the stairs and she would say he would you would hear him saying hungry. No, no, no. Or you're, real, would, you're being real no, PC. He's, I haven't gotten there yet. Okay, go ahead. He was beating on the walls and <laughs> screaming downstairs. It was it was just odd. Now, mind you, we had no idea that we had, he had a, a brand disability. new baby. We did have a brand new baby. And this guy, he was walking and he wasn't he wasn't a guy. He was a young. He, he was, was maybe kid. like 10. Yeah, he was. But he beat on the walls. Hungry. I'm hungry. And he'd stump up the stairs and we had a big baby gate. He kept making it to the baby gate, stumping up the stairs. Hungry. And she would hungry. run upstairs. And this is us hearing it. We didn't see it. She would run upstairs and she would come and get him and bring him and back down. Usher into the room. So then in the room, we hear mm, mm, he's beating mm. and screaming he's beating on the wall and screaming we had an alarm clock in the room he completely dismantled the alarm let me clock. get there okay let go me ahead. get there so we at so we were like okay this is uncomfortable and we have to ask her to leave because we did have a brand new baby yeah. we had just had a baby and so i go down and tell her like hey you know sorry but this really isn't working out and that's when the story begins to unfold so she comes into town on an airplane, her and her brother, and somebody was supposed to pick her up from her family, but they never came to pick her up. So she gets in an Uber. I don't know where she's going in this Uber, but somehow the Uber driver takes him and her, takes her and the brother to his house. Well, she couldn't, somebody else had booked the Uber. 
So when she got an Uber, she let him know, I can't pay for anything. Told him the story. He takes them to his he house. T- whatever. I don't remember how that went down, but the Uber driver takes him to his house. Okay, that's a red flag. Takes him to his house. I guess he gets fed up with the situation, books her uh, Airbnb with us, and drops her off at the house. So I'm telling her, like, yeah, you got to go. And she's giving me this whole sob story. She's like, I don't have anywhere to go. My family didn't pick me up. I don't have any friends. And I was like, that's really unfortunate, but you got to go, boo. Like, you can't stay here. So we called the guy who made the reservation mm-hmm. and was like, yo, she's got to go. I'm not sure where, you know, where y'all are going to go. He was like, that's when I found out that he picked her up from the airport and took her home. It was too much. He basically agreed to come back and pick her up. And then Aisha asked her, she said, do you have any friends? We we called around. We called our other friends who maybe had separate units to host mm-hmm. her or whatever. Like we, we tried to find her a safe space to land. And it just, it was a Sunday night. It wasn't working. So... We said, do you have any friends in town? Because she was supposed to be a starting student at U of H or something else she had told us. I know, it was all about She said, I have a friend out in Katy. Looking at her Airbnb reservation, the friend out in Katy was just the last person that hosted them on Airbnb. Which was the Uber driver. Which was the Uber driver. It was a mess. Needless to say, that was the last time. And then she tried to leave. So then when we went into the room, we found an alarm clock that was dismantled. It was like an old school clock. It was dismantled. So the little brother had dismantled the clock and some pins that were on the desk. He had taken all that stuff apart. And then she tried to leave an iPad there. And I went to go look at the room afterwards and I saw the iPad and I was like, oh, she's trying to come back. Let me get this. I went and waved them down like, hey, hey, don't forget this. Oh, look, and right when they were getting ready to leave, the little brother was naked. He kept rubbing his penis on our furniture. No, he was, he he kept running out of the room naked with no clothes on while we were trying, I'm trying to kick her out and he keeps running out of the room naked and she go, oh, oh, I'm sorry. And she'd usher him back into the room. And he was rubbing it. So we got Rolled around on, he didn't We got rub it, leather Kevin. furniture in the, the den. He rubbing he his Johnson on the front of He did not do that, y'all. Okay. That's too much. He did, he did lay and roll <laughs> around on the furniture with his naked body. You can only imagine how weird all of this was. With a brand new baby. But that was the last time we were like, okay, that's over. That's the last I think guest, we let yeah. the travel nurse come back a couple of times. We did, because she was a regular guest. She was a regular guest. Yeah, but, but everybody else, we, we stopped it at that point. So at I our mean, house. I, it was a good idea in theory. We just aren't built for, we, not, we aren't built for it. So I think we'll stick to our real estate um, and let everybody else handle that. Airbnb so we're going to build business. new homes and we're going to run this realtor team. And that's all we got. That's about it. <laughs> that's the real estate part of the marriage real estate now, because we've done it all. Yeah. But what we stuck with is this. So. True. So thanks for listening to our Airbnb <laughs> We stories. hope it was enjoyable. Look, um, and for those of you that are thinking about Airbnb, I mean, there's plenty of resources out there. Give it a go.